Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Bedfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BedfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We'll be talking to Steve Harris, well-known as the basis of Iron Maiden, but calling us from the road with his side project band, British Lion. Hi everyone, this is Pat Prince, editor of Goldmine, and this is the Goldmine Podcast. This episode, we'll be po- talking to Steve Harrison about his band, British Lion, on the road. This is British Lion's first U.S. tour, and Steve Harris is very excited about that. He's he's excited about playing the clubs again. Uh, Iron Maiden does not get a chance to do that, and they have not done that probably since the late 80s where they played surprise gigs to warm up for a tour. And British Lion has just come out with its second album called The Burning on Explorer One Music, out on both CD and vinyl. It's a solid hard rock outing from this band, consisting of Richard Taylor on vocals and the melodic dual guitar work of David Hawkins and Graham Leslie. Also, drummer Simon Dawson, is on the road with them. You can sample these energetic tracks for yourself, and I'll give you some names to sample tracks such as the title track, Bible Black, Land of Perfect People, and Native Son. You can sample them on the British Lion website, and that's BritishLionUK.com. And on tour, British Lion performs all of these songs, actually, from the first and second album, except for Native Son right now. Now, this isn't uh, Iron Maiden-type heavy metal, for those of you don't, who don't know, so go sample it. It's uh, Harris's bass is still dominant in the mix, but it's more straightforward. This is hard rock more than heavy metal, more hard rock of the Montrose, Thin Lizzy, UFO vein. Actually, all the hard rock bands Steve Harris grew up listening to and influenced by. So Steve Harris will call us from the road in the following interview, so bear in mind that the call is more cell phone quality than studio, but well worth the listen as you'll be hearing Steve talk about what road life is like and British Lion in the clubs in the U.S. for the first time. And we'll be right back after this message to talk to Steve in this message from CygnusRadio.com. 
Hey, I'm Ronald Webb, and this is Patrick Prince. And together we host the Goldmine Radio Hour, the show that features the latest issue of Goldmine. The Music Collector's Magazine. Tune in Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on CygnusRadio.com. Steve. Hello, mate. Steve, how's, How the, doing, mate? All right. how's the tour with British Lion going? You're you're in Texas right now, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're in Dallas at the moment, yeah. You just played... Yeah, really, it's going really well. Yeah, really, really good. You played Houston last night? Yeah, no, we played San Antonio last night. Ah. Houston before that. Well, yeah, you told me you were anxious to see how U.S. fans would react to British Lion Live, and now you've played a handful of gigs. What's what's the report so far? It's been really great. Yeah, the reactions have been great. I mean, a lot of people down the front know the words already to the new album as well as the first one. And uh, even the ones that have come along and maybe just checking it out because they're not sure or they're just, you know, kind of casually just checking it out, they're getting into it as well. And lots of people buying the, the not just the merch, but they're buying the albums and stuff, that, you know, which means obviously they, they haven't even really, you know, checked the album out too much. So they're buying them at the gig. So that's a really good sign. Um, it's great. The reactions have been really, really positive. So you got some good. I didn't see the merchandise yet. That looked. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's all going really well, and um, you know, people make things. It's basically people are really getting into the music, so that's great. Yeah, you've always been good with merchandise, so I know uh, fans know they could buy quality stuff from the band. So, how are the fans? The fans. Uh, how how are they? Did you get a chance to talk to any of them? Uh, after the show or before the shows? Yeah, yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been, uh, speak, yeah, mainly after the shows, but uh, yeah, some before, but mo- mostly afterwards. Yeah, it's been great. They've been really supportive and really been into it, and you know, basically, yeah, they've been really kind of gushing about it. Uh, you know, they're not so like it, so um, it's really nice. And fans should know that uh, if they do come to a show, there are, there are no Maiden songs being played. Oh, no, 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 we've never done any making songs for British Line. <laughs> has, has the press and some fans finally got the uh, the memo that this is a, not a Steve Harris solo project, it's a real band? Yeah, I think people are getting the, the idea these days. I think it's been around a long time now, and uh, I know we haven't heard it before, but uh, I think most people know now that it's, uh, it's a side project, it's not a solo thing, it's a back proper band. And people are, you know, really getting into the idea of what's going on. Yeah, I think so. You know, last time we talked, you said performing live makes a band evolve better. Are you noticing that uh, while the tour definitely. advances? Uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, we've obviously been playing together for quite a few years now. And um, sometimes we go quite a long time between touring because of Maiden's commitments. But we've still been done quite a lot of touring since we... You know, did the first album with the same lineup now, so um, it's been yes, yeah, it's, it's really good, and the band's really enjoying playing together. We get on really well, we have a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, it's all good for you. What's the biggest thrill for you playing a small club instead of I an arena? Oh um, well, yeah, exactly that, exactly that. The fact that it is a small club and the fact that it's um, you know up close and personal, I really enjoy it. Um, you know, I love playing massive gigs as well. I love playing all, all of them. I'm very lucky that I get to do all of them. But um, I do really enjoy playing small clubs. Well, must you must have flashbacks to uh, 
to Maiden performing in the clubs in the late 70s. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, it brings back a lot of great memories because um, it's the same sort of thing. You're going out and trying to prove every night what you can do and there's people coming in who you know, maybe just checking it out and it was no different back then with Maiden really you know same sort of thing people come and check it out and maybe some people know about the band some people not know anything about the band or not much at all and you know you, you've got to go out and win those people over and it's the same sort of scenario down on this and uh, I really I enjoy that challenge I, I've always enjoyed that you could feel the energy too with a club in a club yeah definitely yeah. From the audience, I mean, you could just feel it. Yeah, no, it's really good. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, the show so far, everyone's been, it's been a really great atmosphere. I remember uh, back in the 80s, I think it was 1988, this was probably the last time you you played in a club. It was a warm-up gig in New York at the famous Lemoore in New York City. The band, you guys were calling yourself Charlotte, Lamar, and, the, yeah, Charlotte and the Harlots. <laughs> That was yeah. that was thirty yeah, years ago, that. Steve. That was thirty years ago. I don't think you've played in a club since. I know it's scary, isn't it? Really, where the time goes. But uh, yeah, I remember going to watch UFO there as well. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just don't know where the time goes. But uh, yeah, amazing. So it must be a thrill for the other guys in the band, right? I mean, this is their first tour in the U.S. <laughs> yeah. Well, a couple of the guys I played in other bands in the States before, but a couple of them have never toured the States before us as well, so a bit of a mixture, but um, it's been a long time since the ones that have uh, um, been here, so, you know, it, it, they're just loving it, absolutely loving it. It's a whole different place. I mean, there's so many different aspects of America, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, well, every state is like, you know, so different really, so um, it's like going to a different country almost in a lot, lot of ways, so... Uh, it's great. It's just a sort of vast country, and uh, yeah, it's just—it's a great place to tour. I noticed the band is doing a video diary online, so if the fans want to check it out, I think it's on the British Lion website, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah we are doing bits and pieces, and uh, just showing, you know, because it's the first time in as well, and it's just nice. And we've got someone who can film stuff with us on the road at the moment, so we're trying to make the most of it. But but you're a veteran of the road, though. I mean, what do you do to unwind? Do you sightsee? Do you play soccer? What do you do? Um, well, I played tennis the other day. Um, oh, you did? In Houston. But, um, yeah. Because there's three of the guys on the crew that play tennis, so we played doubles. But, um, yeah, that was good. Well, I know American soccer is... enough of us to play football, is American soccer is not like <laughs> the rest of the world, right? But I'm sure you're familiar with some of it. No, there's some really, there's some really, really good players out here now. The game's getting bigger out here, and uh, people are really starting to get into it. And uh, the standards really gone up, uh, you know, way up, from, say, 20 years ago, for example. But uh, but uh, yeah, there's not enough of us to get a team together out here for a football match. But um, so tennis, we'll have to do. Well, I've noticed you also take time to go to record stores. I I remember one time about probably 15 years ago, I ran into you while you were out in a record store. Uh, do you still go to record stores? Because record collectors love your music. Once in a while, yeah. There's, there's not really very many of them left. And unfortunately, it's really sad that there's... It's really sad, um, basically, that a lot of these shops are not really around anymore. But um, there's a few still dotted about. 
You're going to be playing also in Cleveland. You can visit the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> I, Iron yeah, Maiden, well, Iron Maiden yeah. might be in there one day. No, yeah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I noticed that you're playing your best songs, uh, best British Lion songs on tour. Bible Black, the title track. Which songs are you most happy with? Um, I don't know, we're playing all the songs actually off the album, except for um, the last song, Native Son, yeah. and releasing it. We're playing everything else, um, and quite a lot of stuff off the first album. But um, at the moment, I don't know, I'm really enjoying playing uh, Legends, um, Perfect People, Bible Black. I mean, Bible Black we've been playing in the set for a little while, so it's the newer stuff that I'm really enjoying, you know, the stuff that we've never played live before, this new still. Yeah, I know you never played uh, City of Fallen Angels and stuff like that. Right, it's the debut of City of Fallen Angels and Land of the Perfect People. Uh, they had their debut this tour. Yeah. Why no Native Son? That's a yeah, good trick. Native Son's a great song. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's, well, we can't fit everything in, so there's yeah. always one or two songs you can't fit in, but uh, people have been asking about Elysium, funny enough, and so I don't know. But uh, we'll see. Well, I mean, you could. Uh, I mean, you also used to play live covers. You could play a live cover, too, if you wanted to. Well, we don't play covers anymore because we've got enough material of our own. Yeah. Um, in fact, there's enough material of our own that we can't even fit in stuff like Elysium. So um, we don't do covers anymore. Well, I'm we just saying... We UFO and stuff like that, but, uh, yeah. but um, we don't do it anymore. You always mastered covers. You did it with everyone from Montrose to Jethro Tull. So I, I could see yeah. that. Well, we had to have a lot of fun with Maiden in the early days. On back, we used to, used to do them for fun, just in the back of these sides of singles. No one really releases singles, in, not in that format anymore. So um, there's no point in doing all that really now. But um, yeah, it's still fun to try a cover once in a while. Do you write songs on the road, or do you come up with any song ideas on the road? I get loads of ideas all the time, actually, wherever I am. Just loads of ideas, and I just uh, put them down and go, go back to them later. I don't really tend to write on the road too much because there's not really time. But, uh, but yeah, I get loads and loads of ideas. Do they come from just the um, seeing stuff in America on tour? Anywhere, anytime, anything. Just, I don't know why. The things just pop into your head. <laughs> I don't know what even what what, what does it really. It's, Sometimes it comes to even with family, you know, something I didn't pump, pump, you know, you've got another idea. And I'm like, yeah, so where did that come from? I said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It just happened, which is a, a nice problem to have. Well, I know you write songs about a lot of movies and stuff like that. I mean, you've always been good with that. Turning people on to yeah. movies that they never realized were out there, especially older movies. Yeah, movies or, you know, history. and uh, It could be about kind of anything really, anything that sometimes it can even be a title or something or something that sparks you off that to uh, inspire you to you know, it could be anything really. Do do you still I know you told me you played uh sometimes you write songs on acoustic guitar. Do you carry around an acoustic guitar on tour? Um no not really. Well we have got an acoustic guitar which is actually mine. Richard uses that on stage. Um uses that on, on stage for the ones where he needs an acoustic not chosen ones and uh Perfect people and stuff like that, and the end of Judas. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, so that is mine. But we don't really mess around on, on the bus with it, really. Um, mm. It's packed away safely in the rest of the gear. Well, the tour ends in New York at, at the Gramercy. I mean, that's got to be a club and a city you 
going to be excited about playing. Yeah, I'm excited to play, playing them all. I, I enjoy playing everywhere, as I said. It's, it's uh, clubs or big places anywhere. I just enjoy them all. Always have done. I never get tired of it. I never get tired of playing. I never get tired of the clubs. I never get, or any venues. I never get tired of travelling. Um, I think you you get tired, you get fatigued, but you don't get tired of it. Um, I, don't, I don't get bored of it. It's just, you know, not at all. You might not ever get bored with it. I mean, there are a lot of musicians that well, I don't think so. I think that's what why it's always been. I just, you know, I've always enjoyed it, and uh, I think I always will. Really, I mean, musicians are still musicians are still touring in their seventies. So, I mean, you know, it's something they can't well, get out of the yeah, blood. Exactly. Yeah, you go. You never know what's not. You never know now what's around the corner. But um, yeah, you just got to keep while you feel you can still do it. Do it. Well, then, you, then you return back to England. But before we hang up. Uh, so far, do you think the band will come back for another U.S. tour in case anyone misses you? Um, I think that we will, you know, definitely come back to the States, uh, as I said before, you know, like mid Midwest and well, the rest of Canada, Canada and North America, U.S. and all that. We'll just try and fit in as many dates as we can at some point in the future. It's just a question of finding time when, really. It's the only problem. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we've fitted in as many as we could now in this window window opportunity yeah, I mean, and uh, we'll see how we go yeah i mean let's face it a lot of people miss out and they they're they're anxious to see you guys and maybe more people will turn out the second time around you know yeah i mean the numbers have uh, been you know pretty good um well very good in for some places um so i think there's only one gig really where maybe the experience is not going to be so great but we'll you know, we still go out and get under ten percent wherever we are. So, but yeah, I mean, it's just, we have a new band. It's like trying to—it's it's, it's the same with Maiden. You know, you just try and get out there and get people in, and then you can, once they're there, you can uh, do what you do, and uh, hopefully they're going to like it. And it seems so far so good. Everyone's been really loving it. So, um, if there's one or two people that don't like it, then that's fine. You know? But um, I think mostly the, the reaction's been fantastic everywhere. Well, listen, man, I wish you all the best on the tour. Um, I'm happy you're doing something like this. It's different and a lot of fun. And uh, we'll talk to you We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks, right. Steve. Cheers, mate. Go to com to check out the remaining dates of the tour, which wraps up on February 20th in New York City. Thank you, Steve Harris, for calling us on the road. And this is Pat Prince, editor of Goldmine Magazine. Signing off till next episode. Don't forget to pick up Goldmine on the newsstand if you're not a subscriber. And you can get it at select Books A Million and Barnes & Noble stores. Also, if you'd like to be a subscriber, you can get 68% off the cover price by going to goldminemag.com. All right, this is Pat Prince. Talk to you next time on the Goldmine Magazine Podcast. He's Lucas Hare. He's Carrie Shale. And this is a trailer for Is It Rolling Bob? Talking Dylan. We talk to interesting people like author Neil Gaiman. Dylan is always more omnipresent than you believe. Part three of American Gods is called This Moment of the Storm. And of course, it's a hard rain's gonna fall is, is another way of saying that. Singer Billy Bragg. I went to this Hammersmith Odeon with Chrissy Hind and she totally spoiled the whole evening for me by going backstage beforehand and coming and saying to me, you must come back and say hello to Bob afterwards. He'd love to meet you. So I spent the entire gig thinking to myself, what am I going to say to Bob Dylan that, is, that doesn't sound like, hello, Bob, I really like your records. So I ran away. At the end. <laughs>
actor David Morrissey. Their stories, they are all, you know, you sit there and you think, God, this is taking me on a journey, not just by uh, each track, but each album is mm. such a chapter in a life. Singer Barb Younger. And suddenly something in the song, you go, bing, you go, oh yeah, that's today. That's the reality of the quality of his understanding of humanity, that kind of, that really relentless gaze. The legendary Larry Ratso Sloman. And that's when I talked to him about Sad Eyed Lady. And I said, you know, Bob, I always wondered, you know, in the chorus you say, my warehouse eyes, my Arabian drums. Do you mean eyes as a verb? Or is there a comedy? Is it two different images? And Sarah goes, yeah, I've always wondered that too. And Bob, and Bob says, leave me alone, Ratz. Writer David Hepworth. Honestly, sweat was dripping off me because I was not getting very far and you always think, I've got to get some quotes, I've got to get some lines or something. And you, of course, you can't get that out of Bob Dylan. It doesn't work like that. Mm. And the woman from the record company said to him, how's it going, Bob? And he says, I don't know, he keeps asking me questions. <laughs> and Dylan Authority... Michael Gray. What he's doing there, Dylan, is he's, he's breaking through the sort of oleaginous smear of coast-to-coast important American television. And he's creating, he's busting through that and creating a live event, an authentic moment. Is it rolling, Bob? Talking Dylan. His voice is really warm. It's just that it ain't got no form. But it's just like a dead man's last pistol shot, baby. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 